Every single cell relies on your thyroid. That's why there are so many different symptoms that can go along with having an underactive thyroid or a hypothyroid. So as women, we're like, oh, why am I fatigued all the time or brain fog or weight gain or, I mean, your hair, skin, nails, liver, kidneys, bones, brain, every cell is controlled by the, the thyroid hormones. Welcome to What I Wish I Knew. I am your host, Irene Ortiz-Glass. What I Wish I Knew is dedicated to providing women with information and a guided path to find purpose, healing, and joy. It is to give women power and permission to go inward during the time of perimenopause and menopause to find their inner compass while also actively making changes that allow them to thrive during this period of time in life. In this season, we are focusing on issues surrounding the menopause transition, and I will share what I wish I knew. Today's podcast will be focused on the power of the thyroid and cellular metabolism. As a disclaimer, this podcast is for informational purposes only and does not replace working directly with your doctor. Today, I am thrilled to have my guest with us today, Jennifer Fagey. Jennifer is a certified women's holistic hormone specialist, a certified life coach, and a certified yoga instructor. She has been in practice for 27 years, has a bachelor's degree in psychology, and a master's degree in functional nutrition. I have been blessed by Jennifer. She has been my um, own practitioner coach during my certification. And Jennifer, I'm just really happy to have you here today. Um, would love for you to share with our audience today a little bit about how did you get into this world of nutrition and holistic women's health? So I think like anything where we are today, it's just been a confluence of events in our lives that got us here. So um, just whenever I ran into health problems or physical or mental health um, no one seemed to be asking the right questions. And um, that just wasn't okay with me. So um, I took those as opportunities to grow and to learn and to teach myself how to ask the right questions because I didn't want to feel helpless or powerless or, um, you know, not that that's uh, how a lot. Yeah, I, I think a lot of women probably feel that way, but it's not our fault. It's just that we haven't been educated. And so my mission then has been to, you know, whenever something came up in my life, um, to try and figure out the why behind it. I'm super curious about the why. And then I want to fix it one time. So, you know, uh, hormonally, it started, um, I never got my um, period, never. And so it was, the doctors were just like, oh, you know, whatever. Finally, when I was 18, they're like, well, maybe, you know, we're, this is not okay. So we're going to put you on pill, right? Because that's their answer for kind of everything. What I figured out was going on was that I had something called hypothalamic amenorrhea, um, which is when uh, your body, so your body will always prioritize uh, survival over reproduction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so I never had this feeling of safety. So my body was like, it's not safe to reproduce. So just so all of you know, so stress on a woman is a real thing. <laughs> and, and was that trauma induced, Jennifer? Was that like traumatic experiences that caused yeah. you to fear that? Yeah. We talk a lot about that in our practice. Yeah. Um, met a man and then I had whatever. And then my husband died. And so then that was another trauma and I lost my period again. And uh, interesting. So, interesting. yeah, hormones are really, really important. Um, I had... Uh, osteoporosis when I was 33 um, because I never cycled. So I didn't have the estrogen and progesterone to build up my bones. And Right. So all these hormones are so powerful, right? We sort of mm -hmm. underestimate like trauma, the, the hormones shutting down as a response to that. You know, people wonder in the transition why they feel so terrible. Well, you know, there's just stress everywhere and stress impacts the hormone and it also, you know, as we've discussed, impacts thyroid, right? So thyroid and thyroid metabolism. So tell us about the thyroid. Like, what is the thyroid and why should we care about it? Yeah, exactly. We should all care about our thyroid. Um, so it's it's just a gland located right here. OK, but it is a very, very important gland. So it controls the cellular metabolism of every single cell in your body. Every single cell relies on your thyroid, okay? And so that's why there are so many different symptoms that can go along with having an underactive thyroid or a hypothyroid. Um, and it could, so we, so as women, we're like, oh, I don't know, right? Why am I fatigued all the time or brain fog or weight gain or, I mean, your hair, um, skin, nails, um, liver, kidneys, bones, brain. I mean, it's all, all, every cell is controlled by the, um, the thyroid hormones. And so the active hormone would be the T3. And a lot of doctors don't test for that one. So if we have an underactive thyroid, we need to test for not just the TSH, but the T4 and the T3. And then hopefully if your doctor will, the reverse T3. And tell us about those different um, you know, I know every doctor I've ever been to said you just need a TSH and a T4. And I believe that for years. And then until I got into functional medicine and they're like, the only thing that matters is T3. So can you explain the TSH, T4 and T3 to us for just a moment? Yeah, absolutely. So it's all kind of a negative feedback loop, positive, negative feedback loop, telling your thyroid, you know, what it's supposed to release. So um, the reason that conventional medicine tests just the TSH is, again, they're just not educated. They're not trying to hurt you as a woman. They're just, they just don't know. And so um, TSH, they see as like an overall kind of bigger marker of what's going on. So they, they look at just that hormone. Okay. But if you think about it, and if we're kind of even like, how does that even make sense? Because the hormone that actually does all of these great things for us is T3. So wouldn't we want to measure the amount of free T3 in our body? So the T4 is excellent, right? But it's the inactive form. It needs to be turned into the free T3. And that free T3 needs to be able to get into your cells to do its job. So testing all four, or including reverse T3 for Lauchia, um, is really important to get a big the overall picture of what is going on. And hardly anybody knows about reverse T3. In fact, when someone told me about it, it was after surgical menopause when I was going wacko. And somebody said, well, you know, everything looks fine. And then they did the reverse T3 and it was like through the roof. 
right? Yeah. So what is reverse T3 and how might it start to get a little wonky during the transition? Oh, great question. So this is why, um, okay. So first of all, let's just talk about the hormones, estrogen and progesterone for just a second, because yeah. they drastically influence the thyroid and yes. the thyroid hormone and your ability to, um, to, so increased estrogen is what's going to happen during the transition because we're not ovulating as much. So we're not producing as much progesterone, but the estrogen is kind of staying up here for a little while. Okay. So what estrogen does is it increases um, sex hormone binding globulin. Okay. But that also grabs onto the, the thyroid hormone. So it grabs onto T4 and doesn't let it turn into T3. Okay. Wow. And then progesterone is needed to let the so progesterone helps with um forgive me i'm gonna get a little bit technical here but no it's it good helps, we need it okay it helps keep like zinc and potassium in your cells which help the t3 to get in there so with progesterone basically when we think of it it opens up the cell and it says come on in t3 okay so without that progesterone we're that the ability for first of all estrogen is binding more of it and then progesterone is like not there so it's not getting not as much as getting in so when women are going through this transition, your, your, your thyroid is, is, your thyroid hormones are affected by it. Like, sure. There's no doubt about it. Okay. So, um, I think just having that knowledge is really important. And then secondly, if we get to reverse T3, that is again, something that we really have to look at because, um, evolutionarily t reverse t3 makes sense okay it's just the way that we live now like our lifestyles this is something i say are maladapted to hormone balance not the other way around okay so we as women have you know not that we can't do all of these great things and we're not like powerful and you know we can like get stuff done and we can totally do it but we're not supposed to be doing all of it all the time Okay. You mean the super, the superhero thing, yes. of, you know, all the homework and all the career while yeah. we're, you know, taking yeah. care of parents and cleaning the house and yes. making dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Nobody, yeah. nobody's going to relate to that. Yes. <laughs> That's not me. Yeah. Um, so, so what happens? So if you think about it, okay. So, and then also like food that we're eating. So during this time, we're like, oh my gosh, why am I gaining weight? So then we're cutting back on on uh calories okay and so so we go back to evolution okay so let's say you know whatever we're living in a cave i know this is very trite to say this but we're doing that right and there's like there's no food what your body wants to do is it wants to slow down your metabolism okay all of those because it wants to save your energy yeah right so that yeah. you don't yeah. starve to death that's right okay all right. So then it turns that free T3 into reverse T3. Yeah. And so reverse T3 is not active. And they both um they both uh connect to the same receptor site. That's so right. if reverse T3 is there, it turns off the function of okay. So that makes sense from an evolutionary perspective, yes, right? A hundred percent. Then with our body, stress is generic. Okay. So our body doesn't necessarily distinguish you know, the endless to-do list um, yeah. in our brain from us having to run away from a tiger <laughs> or right. any of that sort of thing. And so we're from illness as well. Yeah. So if you're, if you're ill, if you have yeah. um, just like 
too much stress, your body's going to be like, okay, so I'm going to save again. I'm going to save all my energy so that I can heal. So I can lay in the cave and I can heal, right? Then when I put my energy away from this cellular metabolism, and I'm going to put it to right here because this bone is broken. And so then you have more reverse T3. I cannot so, stress the importance of what you're saying. I cannot. Okay. I, I mean, this right here is worth all of it. This education that you are explaining to us is why women are suffering. It is why we cannot get out of our own fogginess, weight gain, energy. This was so big for me. When mm -hmm. I got thyroid right, everything else, you know, kind of started to like, like me more. It was kind yeah. of a miracle. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the reverse T3 thing I think is so interesting because after surgery, obviously I, my body wanted to heal, but it shut down my thyroid. So we had to be very slow and low about bringing some T3 into my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. So, you know, you have done a lot of testing with women, right? You, you, you offer this, you are a lead facilitator for us at Mental Coaching. You offer testing and feedback. Tell us how do we test? What is the best test for this and how do we heal? Like what should we be thinking about to heal the thyroid oh, and testing? Great. Yeah, great question. So uh, currently the way to test thyroid hormones is through a blood draw. And so um, you test all of them. So the TSH, T4, and T3, reverse T3. And um, then once you have that information, then, you know, you can talk with your doctor. There are synthetic um, hormone replacements. You want to make sure that they're, if you're, if that's the route that you're going, that they're not just giving you TSH because you need the, the T3. Okay. So that's the active form. That's what you want to supplement with. Okay. Um, other ways to then, so if you're, that's the medication route. Okay. You can also get a thyroid glandular. I think you take that, Irene, yeah, right? Yeah, compounded thyroid, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that is a desiccated uh, thyroid. It's usually from a pig or a cow, okay? Um, and so that is giving you the thyroid, all the thyroid hormones. So it's like an want. armor, right? Or something like that that yeah. used to be on the market. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I was on that for a while, but now I'm actually on a compounded version. So it's, okay. it's from, you know, a compounded pharmacy. We use Kings, but it's been really the best thing for me. Yeah, absolutely. So there are um, several different um, um, desiccated thyroids that you can get. So yeah, one is uh, thyroid armor. Um, there's, uh, there's a couple other ones. Um, my favorite one is um, one that's out of New Zealand. Um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it's uh, it's it's a great one. And New Zealand is known for its like organic because if you're getting a glandular, you don't want the gland from um, some farm lot. Pig yeah, or that's cow. why I do compounding pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a little worried about all that stuff. Yeah. And I didn't respond well. I mean, you know, a lot of us are I'm super sensitive. Yes. You know, that's just my life story, but I'm sensitive to everything, including medication. So I don't do well on synthetic and I don't do well with anything from a farm. And I just always yeah. prefer, you know, whatever as natural as I can get works best for me. And that's different for mm -hmm. everybody. But um, mm -hmm. no, it's really good information. So what about natural ways? If somebody didn't, you know, I always say like first line, maybe try some supplements that could try to stimulate the thyroid and see and nutrition and see if that works before we go into other things. Any recommendations on naturally stimulating thyroid? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, first you want to feed yourself well. So we're always looking at like food first. So eat, it's a like 
it's a very easy concept, but it's revolutionary because we've been so um, purposefully manipulated by the food industry and the diet industry and that sort of thing. But so we just want to start with eating like real food, okay, um, which is a whole other um, so that we're healthy in that way. Um, great supplements to support the thyroid. Um, one that I really like is called orthothyroid and it has, um, there's certain nutrients that your thyroid need, needs. Okay. So it needs, um, zinc, it needs selenium, it needs iodine. Okay. And it also needs L-tyrosine. Okay. And so those, um, those are like four supplements okay that you can get to help your thyroid um and so <clears throat> taking a supplement like that is a great idea um and if we're you know if we're thinking about going back to food and like gut health we want to make sure that our gut is yeah. is functioning properly because if we're even if we're eating the best food and we are getting enough selenium we are getting enough zinc most people aren't yeah um yeah. then but if our if our gi tract isn't let's say it's permeable or let's say, you know, we're under a lot of stress and we're not digesting our food properly, then we're not going to get those nutrients. That's right. That's right. So it, everything is just connected. connected. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we preach, right? At mental coaching. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, one of the things that I experienced here was the, you know, I had some trouble with my thyroid. We got it to a happy place. Then I'm, you know, taking HRT or, you know, bioidentical hormones and all that went and then my body changed again and then the thyroid got sluggish and I'm like, I don't want to take more, you know, medication, right? I don't want to take more thyroid medicine. So I started selenium and selenium like changed my life um, and it did increase my T3. And then I, you know, I mentioned to you recently, here I am going through all of this, trying to help every person I can. And even now, most recently developed two fibroids, um, did not have fibroids before, just found them two weeks ago in my uterus and, um, you know, had some bleeding and some pain and, you know, freaked out that, you know, you know, immediately every woman goes to, I have cancer. Um, you know, so went there in my head, um, went to the doctor and it's so interesting. The first thing, one of the doctors like, well, you know, we can take the uterus out. I'm like, for the love of God, can we stop taking my body parts out? And then I said, no, and oh, or we can monitor it or we can take down the estrogen. I said, you know what, I'm going to start with what I know and what I knew and what I wish everybody knew and why we're here is that iodine shrinks tumors. It shrinks uterine fibroids. It shrinks, um, it can shrink cysts in the right amounts and if you can tolerate it. And so Irene went out and got her little desiccated iodine. And guess what? I stopped bleeding and they have been, they're going down. I don't feel them. And they're there, but they're not hurting me and they're not in the way. And so this is life-saving stuff, right? Mm -hmm. This is it. So when you think about iodine's power around one last area I just want to focus on for a minute because yeah. everyone comes to us about this weight right uh -huh. everyone cares mm -hmm. about what how does iodine I'm mean, sorry thyroid affect weight yes excellent question um so it as I said it controls all of your cellular metabolism okay and so every cell needs energy in order to work okay so if your thyroid is sluggish Right. So then all of the cellular metabolism is going to kind of slow down. OK. And so your cells are saying, well, we're we don't need that much energy right now. OK, we're going to save it for whatever else is going on here. Right. OK. Yep. So then that then decreases your your metabolism. So we would call that your um, your basal 
the way that you just your your basic basal body metabolism what happens how much calories you burn when you're just like basically sitting and doing nothing so that decreases and then so then women are like oh my gosh like what's going on i haven't changed anything yeah um, they say that all the time yes <laughs> yeah. i was just on the phone yesterday with a woman she's like she's like what is going on? You know, she's like, you know, I've always been in shape. She's like, I still exercise. I'm eating the same. She's like, I have love handles. This is not okay. You know, <laughs> like, yes. what's happening? So, um, so yeah. So once you're in, like we started off saying, once you're in this, this perimenopause, menopause transition and your hormones are fluctuating, your thyroid hormones are fluctuating as well. Yeah. So to support your thyroid, with what we were talking about with diet and also with lifestyle with you know trying to be mindful and um care for yourself with some self-compassion versus you know looking at your you know newly developed love handles and then getting (laughs) and judging yourself right well judging yourself and then going to extreme measures not to eat and starve yourself and work out 15 hours a day and then have the whole slowdown right that's the part that just makes me crazy Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's what happens because that's what we're thinking. We're like, I was, this was working before. Why isn't it working now? And yeah. so once you reach this transition, we have to remember that what worked then probably isn't going to work now. And if it's not yeah. working now, then we got to try something new. Right. 100%. And a lot of us aren't afraid to possibly try something new because we're like, well, this worked. But if yeah. we think about it, okay, is it working now? No. All right. Yeah. Let's yeah. try something new. You're, you have nothing to lose, right? We're just kind no, of, you know. not at all. Not at all. So, Jennifer, yeah. thank you so much for this amazing information. Um, I, You know, you're working with us, uh, you know, as a lead facilitator and coach for menacoaching.com. How, how else can people find you if they're interested in reaching out or connecting with you? Oh, thank you for asking. Um, my website, it's just my name. So it's Jennifer Fagie, F is in Frank, O-E-G-E, <laughs> dot com. Great. Yep. Great. Yeah. Um, So thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Please make sure to follow us on Apple iTunes and, um, you know, make sure to give us some feedback on how we're doing so other people can get information on how to find us. And please visit us at menocoaching.com. We have resources there. We have coaches. We have testing in the gut for gut microbiome, for thyroid, for hormones, and um, a whole team of people waiting to help. So thanks again for being with us today. And we look forward to another podcast together. I just want to thank our partner, Mirad Fertility Tracking, for working with us to help women to get connected to the opportunity to actually measure hormones at home. It is the technology that I personally use during my menopausal transition. It was life-changing for me. You can find more information on Mira on our website at menocoaching.com, and you can also find it on our show notes uh, for this podcast. We look forward to supporting you and your hormone transition. What I Wish I Knew is produced and distributed by EIQ Media Group, LLC. Elevate your emotional IQ with podcasts and content focused on leadership, mental health, spirituality, women's health, overcoming adversity, and more.